Are we starting this by singing the birthday song? <laughs> I'm horrible at singing. <laughs> you do not want to hear me singing. <laughs> okay, well, we'll we'll skip the singing. We'll probably do everybody a favor, but it is <laughs> it is Canada's birthday and it is Explore FI Canada's birthday. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Blow some candles. <laughs> one candle. One candle. We're one year old officially. Yeah, it's been an interesting year, so we're just going to drop a short episode here thanking all of our listeners and going through a few little things that we've learned and things that have changed over the last year and and where we're going to try and aim this podcast going forward so that we can be as useful and as educational to everybody as possible. Yep, definitely. Yeah, it's been a big year. Uh, a lot has changed and a lot has stayed the same, but it's it's been a great year. It's, I've had a lot of fun recording this podcast with you and previously with Ryan. Uh, it's It's been a good year for sure. I, you know, one of the things that I'm enjoying about the podcasting side of things, uh, especially with both of you and on the FI Garage, is the collaboration. It's great to have conversations with other people that you know, whose lives are slightly different. And it, this whole thing is all about community and, and having some different opinions and voices makes such a big difference. It helps it helps me on my journey. Mm-hmm, definitely. I, I think that's great. And I love getting feedback from our listeners too. And when they connect with another guest we've had or, or something that we've said on the show, that is my favorite part of um, doing Epic. For sure, for sure. So that reminds me. So our first guest last year was Tea on Fire. <laughs> and I just came across because I try and keep up with a lot of the blog updates that are out there. And she's got a June 21st post that came out just a couple of weeks ago about time travel. And she mentioned that she was listening to herself on Explorify Canada and some of the things that she said she was going to do and the things that she was successful at and some of the things that she needs to revisit. So it was interesting. It was timely to see that come out. And I think, you know, we should probably talk about what we've learned for from a year and, and how our journey's changed. Do you want to start off with that? Sure. Let's start with that. So the past year of podcasting, it's been a huge learning curve for me. <laughs> I was not expecting to become a podcaster as soon as as I did, but I'm glad you pulled me in. <laughs> it's, worked, it's worked out. Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm a little less nervous now than I used to be. So I have progressed in that respect. So I just wanted to share some of the things that I feel like I've learned from this past year, just working on this podcast. So one of the things that I've learned is you don't have to be perfect before you start a new project. And so I think that's part of why I didn't feel ready when you first asked me to start a podcast. I felt like I don't know anything about podcasting. I don't know how to get started. And so if I let that stop me, uh, I may still not have a podcast now. So I think it's okay to jump in sometimes and just learn as you go. Fail forward, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And what about you? Um, well, you know, it's been yeah, a year on this one, a little bit longer on FI Garage, and I have learned so much about editing and post-production and the amount of background work that goes into producing content. And I'm not a fantastic writer. I did write a few blog posts, but I have a lot of respect for the bloggers out there that write huge articles. And when it comes to the podcasting, I, I think one day... I'd like to be able to outsource our editing and post-production, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. And I realized like, when we tried to go to a weekly uh, release schedule, it was absolutely overwhelming. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just, just learning how to use some of the software that's available out there. And, and all of our guests, uh, everybody 
I, I think sounds good when we're all done and we all stumble along the way. Uh, so it's just been a real learning process. And I like, I enjoy going through the edits because I kind of get to listen to the episode again and, and get the flow. But uh, yeah, it's been a learning process getting better at editing as I go, I think. Mm-hmm. And that's something I still don't know anything about. So <laughs> thank you for taking on that task completely. I, I still handle more of the background work, you know, working on the show notes and things like that. So I appreciate the work you do on the editing. I, I know it's not an easy job. Well, it's a team effort because you do a, a lot of the background work organizing with guests and uh, getting the show notes. And you did such a fantastic job building the website. It looks beautiful. That's all Chrissy's work. I have <laughs> I have nothing to do with the website. She did a great job on that. And you can tell that your skills as a graphic designer came in. <laughs> it does help. It definitely helps. It makes things easier for sure. So I, w- I was actually going to move on to some things that I've learned about FI because of the podcast. But before we do, since we're on the actual podcast technical stuff, do you want to talk a little bit more about how um, it's a little bit challenging when there's a lot of people on the mic to uh, make the conversation flow? Yeah, I think, you know, we, the idea of having the roundtable type discussion and Ryan did a great job. He had a few episodes where he had, I think it was like four or five people, which A, is super hard to organize because people are in all different time zones and have different, uh, you know, responsibilities and time commitments. And then from a editing standpoint and, and even the discussion standpoint, I mean, I think we're all better at using uh, online communication, whether it's Zoom or FaceTime or anything like that. Now we're better at it, but at the beginning, it was really, really difficult because <laughs> people talk on top of each other and there's interruptions. And I think moving forward, we're going to, we'll work towards that again. But yeah, having more than three people connected was tough. And it's tough to be a good interviewer. That's what I learned. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan did a good job with that. He, the meetups that he hosted, he was passing the mic to each person and he did a great job bouncing it um, equally between everyone. And it's not easy. No, no, definitely not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So did you learn anything else before we move on? No, I think uh, there's there's so much I've learned, but yeah. I could bore you with the list that I could read out. But it's it's been overall fun. Like I'm happiest when I I'm learning, so it's it's been a great year for that. Well, I think else another one other thing is that just when you think you may have covered everything, you realize that there's another author out there, or there's another uh-huh. content creator, or there's just another story to be heard and shared. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's nice. Mm-hmm. So. How about your FI journey? How has that changed in the last year? Yeah, so uh, that has changed quite a bit in the last year because uh, we have decided to slow down even more because my husband has spoken up a little more <laughs> and said he would like <laughs> he would like to spend more money on certain things like eating out and he bought a classic Mustang. And so he would like to spend more money on that. So there were certain areas in our life that we identified that we wanted to spend more. And so we'd already made some choices before that. Like for instance, me being a stay-at-home mom full-time that had slowed down our journey, but we decided in the last year to slow down even more. And so that has changed for me. And speaking to Jessica from the Pioneers about Coast Fi and semi-retirement, I realized, you know, there's nothing wrong with slowing down. There there are so many benefits if you can really identify what you're going for and why slowing down is the best choice for you sometimes. It's interesting you mentioned that because that's in my notes here for this episode too, is how I've really sort of embraced that Coast Fi 
mentality in the last sort of six months or so. And mm-hmm. I think what I realized, and even a bit of the pandemic that we went through earlier this year is made me realize that I, I do enjoy my job. I just want to do it on my own terms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that kind of going, yeah, I don't really have any intentions to quit. I'd, I'd like to scale back. I'd like to have a little bit more autonomy. But yeah, I think the the whole retire early, we never, you and I really never brought that up a ton. I think we're FI focused. And I think the other thing too, I don't know, you probably notice as well, we're fairly similar in age, but I really started to see the compounding effect now that we've been saving really aggressively and sort of, you know, I'd like to think we're optimized, but the accounts are all there and I'm a terrible money nerd because I look at them way too often. (laughs) (laughs) But you start to see the growth, like visibly happening, even though we went through a market downturn and somewhat of a recovery, you can actually see the compounding working. And I think that's one of those things that's the, you know, a lot of people say the first hundred thousand is the hardest to make. Mm -hmm. And, And I feel that I don't know what the number is, but there's sort of a tipping point where you've got things dialed in, you've, it's all automated. And then all of a sudden you're like, huh, I'm making more money when I sleep now than I ever did before. And that's what compounding looks like. And, <laughs> you know, and I think that changes your journey to FI a little bit because we've talked about it before. You kind of go through like the doldrums, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something I realized this year too, that I can't force it. You know, I, it's not going to happen any faster just because I want it to. <laughs> I have, I have to be patient. And so I've learned to just be patient and be with it and just be with the journey wherever I am, even if it's it's tough sometimes to when it feels like it's not moving along, especially if the market stalls or drops or anything. But it's also helped to be able to blog and podcast because that's really distracted me and <laughs> taken my mind <laughs> off things. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, this whole FI journey is all about living your best life and and being able to ultimately, hopefully, be able to spend your time the way you choose. Exactly. Yep. So what about the future of Explore FI Canada? Where are we going? Well, we were sad to see Ryan go. A year ago, there were three of us, and now there are two. So that's that's a big change that's happened. So in the future, we're hoping to bring more of our friends of the show back on, um, hopefully including Ryan if he's not too busy. Uh, we, we kind of like having that. And we also, of course, like new voices all the time. But it's nice to have those recurring voices, I think, because it, it kind of feels like meeting up with old friends. It does. It does. And it's, you know, the Canadian community is, is just sort of a magnitude smaller than all the people, content creators in the U S but it feels, it feels nice in that way. It's like you're part of a smaller community where everybody kind of gets to know each other a little bit more. And we've had so many fantastic guests on the show already. Mm-hmm. And even having some of them, if they're interested, come back on and be like co-hosting, you know, we did that a little bit with the mm-hmm. RESP episode and I thought it was great. Court was fantastic mm-hmm. on that. And you know we've had Shad on the show, and yeah, it's it's kind of a work in progress for me. You know, the original genesis, the original idea was this: is to just to share everybody's stories. You know, it doesn't have to be us that uh, that are sharing our story. I mean, we're happy to, but yeah, every anybody that wants to be on the show can reach out to us. Yeah, and uh, most of our last year was focused on Canadians and, and talking to Canadians, but we did have one non-Canadian guest and that was Jessica from the Pioneers. So we're not against non-Canadians. We, we'd love to have more of them on. Uh, if they have a great, great content to share, we'd love to share it with our listeners as well. 
Yeah, well, I don't think there's anything wrong with having, uh, you know, whether it's international or Americans on the show. When the a lot of the philosophies and you know life lessons and things like that, they're the same. We don't need to talk about the technicals of the different accounts between the countries and, and specific investments. But a lot of what this boils down to in the FI movement or the fire movement is our individual psychology and and how we view money and how we view our investments and that psychology side of it is is really interesting. And I think Fia over at Freedom 101. She writes some really good articles about that. And she digs into the psychology of, of money and investing and how we each view that and deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. She writes a lot about that. So her content's great for that. And, you know, like I said, it'd be great to bring her back on or bring Tea on Fire back on because she, Tanya was so great in her show. It'd be nice to catch up with her and see how she's been doing in the last year. I wish we had time to shout out to every single person we had on the show. and But I think especially we need to say a big thank you to all the listeners, because without you, we are just talking to ourselves on Zoom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> As we're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it has been good. It's with a, a great outpouring of support and comments. And, and we do love the comments. Christy and I have had a few long email chains back and forth with listeners. And it's enjoyable because at the end, uh, that's one of the things I learn a lot because I have to go and do some more reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So keep keep the messages coming. We always love hearing from you. Even if we're slow to respond, <laughs> we always read <laughs> and we always do our best to reply as soon as we can. But be patient if sometimes it takes us a, a while to get back to you. Yeah. And we brought up a little bit earlier about the the sort of live unedited versions that Ryan worked with a bit last year. And just drop us a line if you think those were okay. If you uh, don't mind a little bit of a more raw, less polished episode, um, then then we can try those. Um, it just depends uh, how they come across and whether they're, they're valuable for the listeners. Yeah. And also let us know what you want to hear from us. We are always open to feedback. If you have some show ideas, like some of them we've incorporated, like the RESPs. I think Carrie was the one who suggested it. And we said, let's do it. And so she came on and uh, shared her expertise with us. So if you have your own story or if you have a topic that we haven't covered that you want us to cover, we're, we're always open to that kind of feedback. Yeah, and I think we're probably going to just maybe start doing quarterly Smith Maneuver episodes, or maybe like <laughs> biannual. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's like the number one question right now. Should I use my HELOC to invest? <laughs> yeah, so many questions yeah. about that. Yeah. Well, it is, uh, Christy, it's been a pleasure working with you, and it was great working with Ryan while he was here too. And I've had such a good time. I'm, I'm so proud of where we are. And uh, yeah, I look forward to see where, we are, where we're going. Yeah, same here. I look forward to another year and many more years, (laughs) hopefully with Epic. Enjoy your Canada Day.